Like, I, I don't want to have to be like, you know, sat in my chair. I've only got like two fingers working at this point. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm like knitting to save my life every day. That's, that's not the future I want. <laughs> I just saw what you did with your hands and that, that will not get you anywhere. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of 99 Problems, but Gen Z ain't one. My name's Holly and I'm an account exec here at BDB. I'm Connor and I'm a business development executive here at BDB. I'm Jess and I'm the production exec. So this is our third episode and I think we're going to be talking about professional chapters or the growing possibility for taking a less linear path in your career, teaching yourself new skills, maybe a side hustle or two. (laughs) so guys, what's your opinion of side hustles? Um, I'm all for them. I, I personally do have a side hustle. It's uh, in catering. Um, I do it on the weekend. It's occasional. It's not every weekend. Uh, I don't see a particular problem with them uh, as long as they're not in the same industry that you currently work in because there's no conflict okay. of interest. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Jess? It all depends, I, I agree with Connor, depending on whether there's a conflict of interest, it's all right. Some people have three to four jobs, don't they? And they manage it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess maybe if we go back to like where it all began for us with our first jobs, what things do you think has it shaped you in the position you're in today? Any transferable skills or things that make us a better, well-rounded employee today because of it? Um, I mean, for me, I've been, the, the side job that I have, I've been with them for five years. Mm-hmm. So I know them well and I can fit it around my schedule. I know in the past I've balanced three jobs at one point. So and I was very happy doing that. I like being busy. And as as long as I have, you know, BDB during the week and the weekends, surely what I want to do with my time, even after work if I want to, um, it doesn't impinge on my time. And I think I can balance it well. I think also... If you're doing a job before you actually get your real job, like you kind of work here now, kind of progress in your career. Mm-hmm. For me, I was in more of like barista and yeah. like cafes Classic. and restaurants. The world's worst yeah. barista. I went around telling everyone I was a barrister. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. <laughs> wow, at your age. So like, amazing. Yeah, I can make very bad coffee. <laughs> I think also we can consider the transferable skills that we may or may not have from these cafe jobs and restaurants or being a barrister. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the jobs I had when I was younger, they're not, like, they're not similar to what I do now, and I agree what with What did that. you do? I've worked on weddings, I've worked in a deli, hospitality things maybe mainly but the skills that I've learned from that I think they've made me a better communicator things like that yeah especially if you're client facing because you're learning skills to interact Mm. with different people especially on like a professional front yeah back to the side hustle then Mm. we know your opinion but and we know that Connor has one have you is that something you've ever considered Jess like picking up an extra skill on the side it depends what it is. If it's something that's going to maybe enhance what I'm already doing, then yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, for me, I don't feel the need to get an extra job or a side hustle. Or I feel, I'm pretty content in having this steady mm-hmm. kind of 
job where I can grow in this one thing rather than being distracted and thinking about other things. Yeah, yeah, I think there's definitely value in that. Um, but I think what's exciting is that some people now, now that it's becoming more widespread, the idea of flexible working mm. or um, part-time, people can have a definite income while they can yeah. invest in something with, which is maybe less risk on the side. Mm. Like, um, And is that anything that you've ever thought about doing? Um, something growing on the side. Yeah, I, I do think about, well, it's, it's odd because you get like social media now, especially Facebook, or not Facebook, Instagram, uh, it feels like you're growing like an online portfolio of yourself because like, the quote is like, yeah. you are your own brand. It's yeah. so, like people, you know, eventually if you grow a big enough following on Instagram, you can then get, um, what's called like ads and stuff on your page. And then I guess that could be a form of side hustle. You could take your, because I do know somebody who takes their social media very seriously and they do I guess you could call them like amateur influencer mm-hmm. there's like small level but they do get income and you know freebies I guess so that yeah. that could be considered a side hustle and they also have a main job which they do well depending on what you do people nowadays are gonna probably start looking at Instagram accounts to see what people are like to get more of a feel of their personality yeah in terms of you not having a side hustle or like a second job is that because you're worried about like a burnout situation where you become too tired and you can't you know, support both of them? No, I just feel that I don't necessarily need one. Mm-hmm. I feel pretty content in my one kind of main job. I've kind of got a nice balance with my work and my home life. So I, d- I feel like I did an extra job that I kind of throw it off. Yeah. And I don't like having to have like too much to think about. Mm. If I finish work and then think, oh, I have to go to another job now, I'd be a bit like... "Mm." Yeah, when's the resting point? Yeah. I get that. And I think maybe it is easier for us guys up north, but I know friends in London who have to pick up things on the side so they'll freelance, they'll be a designer. But I don't know if this is a conflict of interest, to be fair, but she'll do like on the side um, freelance design drawings. Mm. And she needs to do that to pay her rent in London. And she has quite... She likes her glam lifestyle, but like... (laughs) it's not really so much of a I need this itch scratched like it's something she needs to do well it can be very profitable (laughs) (laughs) profiterole (laughs) (laughs) for for having other jobs do you find do you find it's is it a major bump for you Um, the the yeah I mean (laughs) I'm having guacamole all the time I don't have to think about it you're Uh, living on beans every day (laughs) (laughs) that's because I pay two two months rent (laughs) (laughs) Just to clarify, but um, the income isn't, you know, majorly significant. It's it's event work, so it's here and there whenever a job needs done. But um, I guess I, I live the life I usually have, but it gives me maybe, you know, 40 quid extra in a week. And then I can, you know, not have to worry about a food shop as much. Mm. Or I can put that towards something I want to do. Whether And then otherwise, if I didn't have that job... I'd then have to wait a month and then, you know, get a bit of savings from my income from BDB. But this way I can have almost like a, a, a quicker... Bit extra coming in. Yeah, and, and it's quicker. It's quicker to receive because it's yeah. weekly pay. So that way it's pretty good. It uh, just sort of takes the edge off. Never feel like you have no money whatsoever. Yeah, true. There's always like yeah. a little bit dripping That's in. That's pretty good. Yeah. For me, I've done a couple of painting commissions and it's not a constant flow because... 
I mean, I could be out there more telling people like, oh, but I'm out there. I'll be like... <laughs> See, that's where Instagram comes in. You could be promoting. I do have an account, but I'm just not proactive enough with it. That's my own bad. But I... The, like, I guess the good thing about painting is when I do find someone who wants one, like they pay me like quite a lot of dollar for it. <laughs> really? How much are we talking? I think my last one I did was massive, but they gave me like 400 quid for it. No Jeez. way. How long did you spend on that then? Hours, 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 hours. Oh, so many hours. Um, but yeah, and I guess sometimes after doing that for hours and hours, like I don't feel great. So it's like... Yeah. Is it worth it in the end? It's about... Um, I mean, it's nice to have 400 quid. Do you enjoy the process of, like, doing it? Is yes. That... When I paint, like, I don't think about anything else as such, so it's, like, really, like, therapeutic yeah. for me. But it's getting getting there, getting started and getting, like, set up. Mm. And yeah. Like, there's a lot of activation energy to do it. But as you suggest, like, you're content how you are, and at the moment I'm okay with how I am. Like, I should be saving more, but... Oh, I'm not saving anything. Like, when, when am I going to sleep? When yeah. Am I... yeah, I mean, my, I, I get that, but I think it, maybe it's different from my situation, but I've been with them for five years. Yeah. So in a way, they kind of feel like second family, and, like, uh, I feel, not that I'm slacking in the role, but, like, I feel I'm quite relaxed. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I, I you know, I have banter with the, the people I'm working with. It? Yeah, I fully enjoy it. I don't, to be honest, I don't really see it as work. Like, I, it's just going through the paces now, and it's, yeah. the only thing that's challenging is setting up. It's, like, a lot of heavy lifting, but after yeah. that, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I get a free meal afterwards. That's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, in terms of like what's out there at the moment for developing skills, mm. have you guys ever used Skillshare or I know there's like online open universities? Udemy, that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm currently doing a uh, machine learning course for like data visualization. But the problem is doing that side hustle and generally just like you know managing your life. I personally, I find it hard to get the time in, so I'm not progressing as fast as I'd want to. It is it is there, but the wheels turning very slowly. Yeah. What about you? For me, I'm not. I don't use any of those. I probably could use them, and I'm open to using like Skillshare and stuff like that because I'm always like looking to kind of enhance what I already know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the opportunity to give yourself an extra push, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. think like people in my family or like older generations would be like I'd kick myself for this for this opportunity like mm. it's so the access to skills is so widespread yeah my dad I, says stuff like that it's yeah. like you've got all this stuff I didn't have this back in my day <laughs> and then it's a load of pressure like oh god I've got to be like doing <laughs> stuff maybe that is why I have the side hustle because I feel like I have to be doing something like 24 7 maybe to yeah. be progressing but I feel that I feel like my time at uni set me up for one career path or it may it felt limiting to break out I felt like I was boxed in Mm. and for me a side hustle everyone's always told me like oh it's unusual that you like science and art like that's so unusual but I'm like it's not like people can be good at multiple things a book I read uh, was called The Multi-Hyphen Method by Emma Gannon and she says like the jack of all trades isn't a bad thing like adding more strings to your bow is a good thing Mm. um and I think Skillshare and things like that are so good enabling us to do that yeah. I also really enjoy I don't I think it's, maybe it's just me but I enjoy uh, adding like certificates and stuff to my LinkedIn page <laughs> it's like a badge of honour it's like I've done this but uh, that's, maybe that's just me so your motivation is to strengthen your LinkedIn yeah I, I don't know I, I've recently I've become obsessed with LinkedIn I just like oh I wonder it. why <laughs> how many hours a day do you spend on LinkedIn Connor um I don't know maybe maybe like 
it's not that bad. It's not like an addiction <laughs> or anything. It's um, I think it's probably just like the shift from, I don't know, teen life to maybe like professional. I young, mean, you use it quite a lot during yeah the day work for work as true. well, don't you? So it's kind of a bonus that you get to use it with your work. True, true. Yeah, it, it feels like my new Facebook to be honest because I'm kind of leaving Facebook behind because it's just just you know rubbish being posted all the time. But <laughs> LinkedIn, I guess it's more to do with my sort of industry. So I'm more interested yeah. in it. And also, it's a bit like I said before, it's like a platform where you promote yourself in a more like professional manner. So I like that. Mm-hmm. So having these certificates that you get from like, you know, Google Analytics training or a Udemy course or Skillshare. I, what is I enjoy Udemy? Udemy, I think it's just the same as Skillshare. It's like um, any course you can think of, basically, it's online. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can download like... Um, so, for example, the computer science, when you download like uh, R, which is like a coding language, and you do like a, a lab uh, lesson, and you get videos, and some guy walks you through it, and then at the end, you do like tests, and then you get a certificate. So, yeah, I like it that way. Reward-based. Yeah, like <laughs> reward based. Reward based. Well, it for the certificate. Yeah, that's, that's the only reason why I'm I doing it. I think it's always <laughs> nice if you get a reward for things, though, isn't it? Because you feel like you're kind of progressing. Yeah. I mean, you don't always have to get a reward, obviously. No, but it's, it's the well, visual aspect for me is the... It's a sign that I've done it. Do you upload the PDF of the certificate to LinkedIn? I tried to. I, I, did, <laughs> I did the uh, Google Analytics course. And I tried to do it, but um, the link wouldn't work. But uh, it's there. So because I'd like, I like my efforts to be seen. Because then, you know, if I've done it in, the, in my Well, in if my you've flat, done them, there's yeah. no point in hiding them away, is there? Yeah. You know, you're supposed to promote yourself. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. you got to flex. <laughs> flex. <laughs> We've spoken about maybe picking something up on the side, but how do you guys feel about maybe a career change? Because I think there's a, definitely a stigmatization at the moment towards like, if you want to make a bold change, people are like, oh, if they're having a midlife crisis or mm. quarter life crisis, it's something that's like, are they okay? But yeah. like, and I think that's a lot of how academia is set up to keep you in that lane. Mm. Um, well, when you, Jess, you were talking about, I think it was Annie, she, um, yeah. she yeah, moves she, around quite a bit, right? Yeah, well, she stays, she likes to keep, th- it's not that she doesn't like her jobs that she works in sometimes, I mean, she stayed here for like two years, um, but she likes the change, so, yeah, I can understand that. and kind of, you know, the fresh feeling of starting something new, being able to learn some other things that are new, progress in your career, you can Keeps it interesting. Yeah, it does, definitely. I think there's nothing wrong with changing your career at all. I think it's, I mean, I, if I could, and if I had an idea of what else I'd like to do other than what I'm doing right now, mm. like maybe in a few years, maybe I'd have a career change. But you, nev- you never know, do you? When you yeah. It's like when you get to that point of knowing that like, you'd actually quite, kind of fancy something fresh, kind of something a little bit different, you, and you know you want to go for I it. I guess it would have to be like a natural evolvement. It's not something... Yeah. It's not something that you'd be like, right, in two years, I'm going to have a switch. Yeah, yeah. Well, you say midlife crisis, but in my mind, that's like, a, you know, a complete turn the rose. But yeah. if, it, if it's something natural that happens, then... Um, the door throw you off. Yeah, the door throw you off. <laughs> if, if, it, if, you, if you progress there naturally, you just go, you know, maybe I'm going down through it, I've been feeling it for a while, then I don't think it's as bad as just, you know, taking a complete left-hand turn. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, going from a biology standpoint, you could go, oh, I want to do, I don't know, uh, I want to grow radishes in the field now. I want to be a farmer. How random. How random. Yeah, but that's, that's what I mean, though. Like, if, if you've been progressing that way anyway, then it's not yeah. as big of a change. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If, it, if it's natural, then sure. But mm-hmm. I think if it's just completely random, 
don't think it maybe is a midlife crisis. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I think like my the, the only people I've seen, my parents, they've been in the same sort of industry, same sort of job for ages. Yeah. So I think maybe. Why do you think that is? Um, it might be generational. It might be that they like their job enough to stay there because my mum does art and I'm like, do not get bored of painting the same things every day because it's, you know, all theatre. What does she do? Sorry, tangent. I'm tangent. just interested because of the art. She's a scenic, <laughs> scenic, scenic artist. So, like, she paints the backdrop for plays and stuff and surely they must be on rotation. Or... My mum was in one of those plays that yeah. he, his mum painted the backdrop Small for. world. I know. Yeah. But I'm like, do you never get bored? And she says, sometimes, but she loves the career that she's in so much that she doesn't feel the need to change yeah but i think with us now because we have so much option maybe we do get hd feet because we're like oh what else could i be doing and yeah I think maybe I'd... it surrounds kind of the expectations for staying in a job for a certain amount of time or yeah. kind of people looking down on you if you want to change careers right like straight away or like after a few months it's some it's like staying in a company for like i don't know maybe five years is that something that appeals to you do you like having that sort of loyalty sort of badge of honor maybe is that something that appeals to you or does it not well, matter in kind of personal experience i don't think i think as this is my first like real job real life job yeah, yeah. <laughs> not much job. to base it on no there isn't there isn't really i think once i've got to that if i get to that five-year mark you know i would love to stay here for more than three years yeah <laughs> <laughs> um then that i think it's just how are you feeling at the time? But do you go into it, like say you apply for a new job and you got it, do you go in going like, you know, I'm going to try and stay here five years or are you just like, you know, it'll be what it'll be. I'm just going to work. Like if I stay here five years and that's it, but if my time comes, I'll move on. For me, it's more like see how things go. Yeah. If you're enjoying the job, then there's no point in going anywhere else. Like we've got it pretty good here. We've got a nice little bar downstairs. Everyone's really friendly. Yeah, it's good but I think culture. If other, yeah, I think if it was a bit, I think people, ugh. I think if more people were a bit colder to you and they weren't very friendly a bit more corporate yeah and it was a bit more kind of suited up and kind of a bit dull not saying all like officers are dull if they have suits but we've got a pretty good (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I think if you're not enjoying it then yeah definitely I think Mm. you definitely consider having a career change but if not then there's no point is it then down to the employer to make sure they can retain you? Like, are they, are they doing the things to retain you or is it just, like, I don't, I don't think it's just down to the employer. I think it's also down to, like, employees that you work with as well. Yeah. I think it, the employer definitely makes a big, like, mark in what you're doing because they kind of own the business. True. <laughs> in my opinion, I learn way better from, like, a process of elimination, like, I've got where I am today because I've learned more about myself and what I haven't liked. Mm. So working in a lab and like, I don't want to sound like I'm just flicking, 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 but I was like, I knew in like that working in a lab wasn't going to fulfill me for the rest of, for however many years. So I was like, well, why, why invest any more time in it? Like invest in yourself. So you knew pretty early on then? Well, I knew when I was working in industry, maybe in my uh, third, third year at uni, um, that I had to start making, invest in some more skills to maybe change mm. that path a little bit. Mm. It's still relevant, all like the chemistry I did is still relevant. See, that's maybe where the side hustle comes in. Because say you went to uni and you specialised in one thing that was very specific, but then you came out the other end, you did your one year in industry, but then you're like, I don't want to do this. Coming out of that then, you've got no other skills, but if you did have a side hustle, 
then you have developed other skills that can be applicable and then you can use that to get you into another, you know, sideways mm-hmm. into another industry. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's a good way of looking at it maybe. I think it's nice that people figure that out at a younger age though. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What were we saying before? Like, I think it's mad that here in the UK at like 16 for me, but even younger now, people have to decide subjects, which will then limit their A-levels, which will then yeah. limit their university yeah. choice. Whereas what is it in America? I think in America, the system is, you know, you go, you do what we do and then you go to college and the first three years, I'm not hundred percent sure. I think it's the first three years you do a mixed course and then finally that's when you specialize. Mm. So I guess they pick up more skills along the way and then they specialize in it, which is kind of good. Whereas here, like I said before, it's very, what was it, pyramid? Very boxed in. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and funneled. I think people also get scared that, I mean, when I was in high school, I kept thinking, okay, I'm doing these subjects, I'm doing these qualifications in, in like college and stuff like that. Mm. I'm only going to be able to have one job throughout my entire life. I need to make sure it's perfect. And I think there's a lot of kind of pressure on it on that. But then you realize that you don't actually have to stay in one job for the rest of your life. Yeah. People have multiple jobs throughout their entire lives. I remember freaking out because when when I was trying to pick a university course, I'm like, this is it. This is the you know, mm. if I pick now, I go down that route and I can't go any other way. So I remember jumping around from like biology to physiotherapy. So I wanted to do architecture for a bit. Then I landed on uh, digital media communications. But I feel like that was just a, you know, I'm so confused right now. I'm just going to pick this one. Mm. So I don't know. It's probably not the best because it, it can make you pick the wrong decisions maybe. I think it's really I don't a bit think more I open. honestly understood the gravity of what I was doing at 16. I didn't understand that. I think I was so naive to think that, like, oh, I mean, I cho- chose architecture. Look how that turned out. I didn't know <laughs> architecture. Like, I just don't think I yeah. had a clue. Well, you can change in the first year of uni to a different yeah, course. Right. But then again, it's that, you know, I've, I've spent £9,000 in this year so far. Is it worth... Is it worth know, changing? Yeah. But then I guess people don't, you know, some people are like, oh, I don't have to pay it back. So yeah. I guess it depends on your sort of outlook. So what do you guys think is in important or ha- to got possessed so we've spoken about how maybe other generations would spend longer or 20 odd years in a company mm-hmm. but maybe that's not as common anymore do you think that's maybe something to do with the retirement schemes and how those have changed because i'm leading on something here <laughs> do we think these skills and side hustles are going to be so important to us that we're going to have to be knitting at 80 and selling them on, on Etsy when we can't move from <laughs> bed because we don't... Grannies with Instagram accounts selling their knitwear. Yeah. Is that where we're going? Um, because I think a lot of people used to have like a lot of security from their job in terms of a pension scheme, whereas now yeah. they, they if roll... If you're jumping around, you don't have that. Yeah, and I think more people are investing in property. I'd like, I just... I'd, I don't fully understand it, so I'm not going to make a bold claim. I mean, the retirement age is so is like a it's, lot later it's now. It's getting isn't later it? and yeah. later. Yeah. My I granddad was a builder, and he's just retired now at like seventy. God, no way! How can you still build at seventy? That's pretty impressive, oh yeah. actually. <laughs> it was very, he changed like the tiles on that roof, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I to be slipped. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. Mm. Well, you guys haven't told me what you think about knitting at eighty. Oh. What's your thoughts? Nothing at 80. Um, Do you think you'll have to... Is that something that you think you've got to think ahead about to stay profitable? 
I wouldn't like to be knitting at 80. If that <laughs> would you like to be knitting at all? <laughs> I mean, if, if I knit, then I knit, but like, I don't want to have to be... Knitting at 80. I don't have to still be grinding out at 80. Like, I think the reason I have a side job now is so I don't have to be knitting at 80. Like, I like the idea of like building fast at the beginning so I can relax later on down the line. My dad says that about having children. He's like, I'm so glad we had you young and it wasn't ideal at the time because everyone else was still <laughs> like, whatever. But he was like, I'm old, I can't be dealing with that now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't, no, I, I don't like the idea of that. I, I'd do it if I didn't have to, but if the pressure was on for me to be able to like survive with my knitwear, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Not particularly. Like I'd rather work hard now, put in the effort and sort of reap what I sowed later on down the line. Like I, I don't want to have to be like, you know, sat in my chair. I've only got like two fingers working at this point. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm like knitting to save my life every day. That's, that's not the future I want. <laughs> I just saw what you did with your hands and that, that will not get you anywhere. <laughs> Especially not, knitting. Yeah. You don't have a I've never knitted before. <laughs> yeah. Jeff? I think um, I wouldn't really like to be working or knitting when you're 80 or when you're 70. I, want, I, I think it would be preferable to have more of an end goal. So you're doing all this work to live a life to, at some point, please say you understand what I'm saying. I'm nodding, <laughs> a, I'm nodding. Yeah, to at some point kind of be able to just enjoy what you've done and like kind of relay what you've, all, you've lived. Yeah. To, to and pick up gardening. But I think it, else does. Yeah, like there's, yeah, an, true, there's an true. end point. So it's not just kind of like Milking the on the last of drop just, of energy. Yeah. Like, so you get machine. a chance to enjoy life before... Before you top. Yeah. <laughs> before you peak. Yeah. Right. Well, with that said, does anyone have any conclusions or any points to take away um, for the public? I think I'm a champion of the side job. I think... Oh, I, wow. I think... <laughs> I'm not saying the best. I'm saying that I, I fully endorse the side job. I think it's... I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I think if you can manage it with your current job, then go for it. It can yeah. only benefit you. But if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. Yeah, career changes aren't a bad thing. Side hustles aren't something to be ashamed of. Yeah. Connor's very proud of his side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to embrace it. If you want a career change, and just just go for it. You obviously don't really want to stay in your job. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it, Jess. That's not, I repeat, that's not the point of this. Cut that bit out. <laughs> Holly will not be on next week's podcast. <laughs> I guess, yeah, as long as it doesn't affect your yeah. performance in the current job, there's no issue. Like, if, imagine no. if your mind was, like, wandering all day thinking, like, about... Yeah, maybe that's a sign that you're not in the right place. Yeah. If, you, if you're constantly thinking about, you know, what else you should be doing or what else you could be doing, maybe if you're dreaming of your side job and not your main job, maybe that's a sign. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. You like that one? Oh, my like God. Yeah. That's a good one to end on, actually. Yeah? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well... Thank you for listening to us. Um, we've been 99 Problems with Gen Z Ain't One. You yes. can find us on all the social media. <laughs> all of them. At 99P Gen Z. So that's... That's Anchor, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Cool. Yeah. See you there. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Peace. Bye.